am sunburned because I went surfing the other day. And Kana seems to be aware of one car household. She uh, she dropped me off at the beach. It was actually pretty funny. Um, we took the kids to school, and then we went to the and she had to run some errands. So she like dropped me off at the beach, and like I got out with my with my with my surfboard, and she goes. She's got like she's like you're gonna be okay, right? Do you like you need to carry your cell phone here? Here's some money. Let me give you some money. I just I feel better if you. No joke. She gave me money to carry. She's like I just don't feel right leaving without some money. Like thanks mom. Thanks mom. And then she left. But yeah, so she's like somebody here. Here, just you know, you can hold this. It won't get. Don't worry. Keep it in board shorts. You know, it's it. It won't fall apart. It's made of it's made of fabric, not paper. You'll be fine. So um, so I go. So I, so I, Kato would say that. Yeah, that is so funny. Yeah. So, the most part, it's fabric, not paper. <laughs> so it's uh, it's it's raining and overcast, you know, light drizzle, kind of overcast, whatever. When I when I start surfing, so I'm like, nice, like I don't have to worry about sunscreen, rash guard. I can just hang out. And after like an hour, hour, hour and a half of surfing, the clouds parted and the sun came out, and I was like, ah, crap, because uh. I didn't bring any sunscreen, and the sunscreen's in my car, and I don't have a car, and so. I tried to like rotate around to kind of keep the sun from being on any one part of my body for too too long, but I was probably exposed to direct sunlight for like forty five minutes straight, and oh. I got kind of burned. But yeah, I'm a little. I feel better now. Now it's like turning into a pretty sweet tan, so I'm pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at me, I tan. <laughs> I made a delicious meal today. Oh, no, okay. So we're doing this in the show now. Okay. Are we? Is this going to be the show? I don't know. I don't know. We're recording. It's funny. It's funny. Well, it's, I don't funny. Really, it's funny banter. I don't really make. That's the thing, though, Chuck. I don't really make dishes. Like the last, I, last time I, I made a dish was about three years ago, and I think I have a signature dish now. It was, it was really good. And so, what, what was it? It's called Puerco Bibio, and it's from uh, the movie Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Okay, uh, it's where Johnny Depp. He had every he Johnny Depp goes to all these different Mexican restaurants and he, he orders the same thing as Puerco Bibio, which is basically a slow roast pork. And he loves it so much that he goes into the kitchen and he shoots the, the cook and kills him because he wants to have the best one at each restaurant. Okay, he's he's restoring balance, that's what he says he's doing. <laughs> um, and so there's this YouTube show called uh, Binging with Babish, and it's this guy who makes these uh, recipes from movies and TV shows, and they're really, 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 really good. And he did Puerco Bibio uh, about a month ago, and I watched that episode. And I was like, you know what? I think I can make that. Because most of the stuff I make, it's like really gourmet. You, need, you probably need to order some of the stuff online. But this one, I was like, I can do this one. And I did it, and I, um, I, I may have added a little too much of the secret ingredient. Okay. Which is tequila. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, if you ever want to try tequila-soaked uh, pork that could be cut with a spoon, I'll send you the video. Okay. Uh, so, as we're talking about culinary, I was going to say culinary, culinary things, I'm kind of flirting with vegetarianism. Oh, really? Yeah. Not veganism. Not veganism. No. Because I'll still eat fish and eggs. But or like seafood, but like I'm not so like pesco obo vegetarian is whatever they call it. But uh, yeah, but I'm reluctant to just like take to to just straight up own it because uh-huh. like one if I if I embrace the label, I just feel like I'm setting myself up to fail. And the other is is that on occasion 
I probably would still indulge in some kind of a meat item. But so it's more like I, I, I'm in a place where it's sort of like I'm trying to let meat become like something special. Yeah. Like I'm only eating it when it's like a when it's like something like really good rather than because like, you know, I, I you know, I'm eating I ate a dining hall here and I realized how much meat I just eat is just sort of like a throwaway thing. And it's like it's like an animal died for me to just be like, eh. Well, I mean, this this is supposedly uh, better for the environment as well. I mean, they say that, and uh, I, I, part of it for me is is also thinking about. I've been thinking a lot about the notion of harmony in creation and sort of living, living in a harmonious way with creation, and sort of. And we can. I, I, I partly blame Father Fun for this stuff because for those listeners who don't know, he is a vegan, um, and he's he's and since seminary, he has got me to think about this stuff. Um, and slowly working, Patrick, I will be like a patchouli scented hippie before you're done. (laughs) But it's, um, it's, uh, the idea though, that like the wholesale slaughter, like mechanical slaughter of animals, like that doesn't seem very harmonious to me. And then we just sort of kill them. And then like, we just take the parts we like from them. And then the rest is just sort of wasted or, or whatever. I mean, I guess we kind of use a lot of the parts for other things. I don't know. It just seems very like. I don't know. It just doesn't seem, just doesn't seem right. I think our cultures maybe become a little too comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah. And plus, I mean, just sort of looking at our biology, we're not really supposed to eat that much of this stuff. I mean, you know, we we began our life as foragers. Mm-hmm. You know, and the idea that every meal has to have meat, like that's I don't know. It seems decadent. I guess it seems decadent to me. Um, you would definitely benefit from less red meat in your diet. Yeah. Especially as you get older. Yeah, less red meat is good. Um, and I, I find chicken boring as can be, unless it's fried it really is. or jerk. It totally is. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, um, I, the chicken is so much so boring. Um, unless it's fried, uh, jerk, like you said. Mm-hmm. And um, perhaps uh, uh, when it's added to some zesty uh, fajita seasoning. I'm a big chicken fajita fan. Okay, I, I, I love chicken fajitas so much. Okay, I, I like, by the way, that this is <laughs> this is what we're doing. Um, uh, hi, welcome to Masters of Divinity. You're here with me, JP, and Father Chuck. I, I hope. Can we just change the opening, the intro to the episode now, where it's just, just sort of like, you know, what you're listening to, you know, who I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, I always did like the. Uh, I mean, I, I like doing our intro. I think it's kind of fun. It's kind of become like a signature and stuff. But like, I always like the podcasts that are just like too cool to have an intro. Like you just kind of drop in. Do you like remember the theme, the theme fades out and it's like they, they just start talking? Do you remember when um when just suddenly sitcoms stop having theme songs? Do you remember that? I was uh, yeah, I was very sad about that. Like I, remember, I, I like theme songs. Like I remember like after a while, like Friends. I'd like watch Friends and it would just be like. They wouldn't necessarily play the whole theme song. They would just do, like, a little snippet of it and get right to the episode. I wonder if that's because commercials got longer. Yeah. Ooh, speaking of that, have you noticed, have you, have you seen the stuff that people talk about online about, um, or, or just other people brought it up, that um, syndicated shows are now moving faster? They've sped them up just a little bit so they can fit more commercials into them? Really? That's... Yeah. That's some Russian... <laughs> stuff going on there that's uh that's why this is why i don't have 
anything with advertising if I can help it. I, I It's so insidious and just kind of wrong at this point. And that's why, I mean, ah, I didn't watch Star Trek. I didn't see Star Trek Discovery because I, know, I, I, I refuse to pay for CBS All Access and I refuse to watch it on the streaming channel. Put it on Netflix like everywhere else in the world. I, I, it's it's going to be on Netflix. Every, every, every other Star Trek show is on Netflix. There, there, there's a rumor out there that CBS is going to pull all the Star Treks off of Netflix and put them all on CBS Access. They would be like shooting themselves in the foot. Oh, I know. Everyone needs to stay with Netflix. <laughs> Everyone, and, and like, like uh, I guess that was, that was big news, right? That Disney part yeah, did, from Netflix Disney too. Like, is, that was. I I don't understand why people think that having their own streaming platform. Is going to do any good for them? Like, yes, it allows more like I, direct revenue stream and cre- and control, but no one's it's, going to it. It sucks, but I think it'll work out for Disney out of all of them. Maybe they've got too many. You know, I mean, what Disney fanatic doesn't want an all Disney streaming service? I mean, I don't. From Star Wars to Marvel to everything on the Disney Channel to the I Disney know. Vault stuff to the animated stuff but to Pixar. I know I'm still a I'm still a physical media guy, JP. I like physical media. Me too. I I you know I don't I don't what I don't like about about uh, streaming stuff. I mean sometimes I like it because of the convenience and you know there's some things like I'm probably just going to watch it once and I don't care. But I don't like the idea that I don't own it and that they could just take it away and I couldn't see it again. Yeah, me too. I'm the same way, but at the same time, it's also like you. I mean, the most annoying thing you get to deal with 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 like physical media is like if uh, a better version is released. Like right. I'm already like I I I, <laughs> I haven't really even begun to to breach my Amazon wish list of Blu-rays that I want, uh, and yet they're already doing the 4K thing, and yeah. uh, I have no idea. Like, am I supposed to stop wanting Blu-rays now and and start doing 4K? Like, is it has me kind of worried. I thought I thought Blu-ray could be 4K. I have no idea. I don't know how that stuff works. I'm yeah, I think it's still it. Blu-ray. I don't think it's like a new type of disc. I think it's <laughs> really? just they have 4K versions yeah. of Blu-ray movies. Right. But I feel like is, is the four is 4K going to be like the new norm? Do you, and... do you have a 4K television? No. Then it doesn't matter. Yeah, but... Are you are you likely to get a 4K television in the, in the near future? Well, the the the, the part where I, that that worries me is that there are movies that have not even come out on Blu-ray yet that I that I'm interested in, you know. So it's like one medium gets abandoned to go to the next, and it's like, will that movie ever see light of day? Like Brides of Dracula, Hammer movie. I've never seen it. I've always wanted to, but it's not even available on the. DVD. Speaking of these things, um, I've got a pretty sweet happy birthday present coming my way. Yeah? Yeah. What's, what's that? Um, is it Netflix? It's either Netflix or Hulu. I can't remember now which one it is, but they're getting like all the Godzilla movies. <laughs> really? Yeah, brother. On my birthday. That sounds like a Hulu move to me. I think I just think it is Hulu. Yeah. On my birthday. Nice. That's funny. <laughs> and then later in the month, they're getting Colossal, which I'm really excited about seeing. Ooh. Ooh, I want to see that. Um, is it so? Is 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 it all the Godzilla movies? Every single one of them? Uh, I don't think it's all of. I don't. I don't think it's all of the older Godzilla movies, but it's definitely all of the ones from the '90s, which is really the ones I care about. Oh, that's right, because you don't like the old school. No, I, 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 there's some of the old school I like, but I prefer the '90s Godzilla. Okay. 
it's my sweet spot, man. That's that's <laughs> that's when I that's when I really came to, to my Godzilla fandom. That's cool, man. Now that that's that's something to look forward to. I would love to watch all of those. I need to get Hulu. Um, we should probably tell our audience. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. We're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about the NFL, right? That's. Uh... I mean, we don't have to. <laughs> I mean, do you, audience? Do you want to hear us talk about the NFL after like everyone was talking about it over the weekend? Remember the joke? What the joke that I proposed to you is that we were going to start off the episode talking about the NFL and be like, "Just kidding, we're not really doing that because oh, yeah. <laughs> everyone's talking about it." Yeah, no, I'm not. I, about, screw the screw the NFL. I had this super liberal idea of like I would be ranting, all outraged about like disrespecting the flag, and it would sound like I'm talking about like how I don't think or like 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 I'm, you know, like how like I'm against the protest against our country and disrespecting what it stands for, but really I'm talking about people who still have the Confederate flag. Oh, that'd be that'd be good. That'd be good. See, that's like a super liberal thing, right? Like that would have been. It's kind of like my my, my buddy Harmon. Um, he posted a thing on on Facebook. Um, there's been this hashtag going around that's like, um, um, it's like post the national anthem, or whatever. And uh, and so he was like, okay, I'll do that. And then it was a chant of the Nicene Creed, which I thought was pretty <laughs> great because it's like, as Christians, this is what we care about more than the flag. That's funny. Um, but. Um, speaking of that, I'm, I guess I'm kind of on Facebook again. I noticed uh, I've seen traces of you on Facebook, and yeah. it's, it's <laughs> have you? Uh, I mean, are, are you back, Chuck? Or are you? I don't want to be. Um, what, what what's brought you back? Was it because of the hurricane? Well, the hurricane it became a great tool for communicating with parishioners and stuff, um, mm-hmm. and um, we we not only started a new. Um, a new profile or a new uh, page or whatever with um, the church. So I've been, I've been using it, you know, kind of intermittently. Um, mostly it's sort of like, you know, again, like I've been using the way I've been doing Instagram where sort of Instagram is funneling it through to, to Facebook. Um, but Facebook does some really great tools for stuff like, li- you know, Facebook live is a great tool, yeah. which we should, we should probably be utilizing more on this in our, in our offerings. Um, and, uh, like 360, 360 panoramic, like the, 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 the panoramic gimmick is cool where you can like, look like you're doing a 360 image of a, of like a, of a, of a, of a, of a, of a place you could do with the church. It was cool. Um, yeah, I saw someone do that with the, um, uh, with the, the, the last supper. Oh, neat. It was actually pretty cool. Like a 3d. Thing yeah. The, the, the problem with it, the problem with it is that I, um, is that I, I, in order to use Facebook Live for my various church-related things, I had to download the Facebook app onto the phone because they don't do the. You can't access the live stuff through the browser. You have to have the app to uh-huh. do it. Like on the on the on the phone, you can use it on a laptop. You can do it right through the browser. But um, because I had to get the app, now I have the app on my phone, and when I'm sort of sitting around and I'm like, it calls to me. <laughs> the timeline. But here's the thing, having been away from it for so long, I come back to it and I'm just like my my feeling on it is, is that all this thing does is it, it it just makes people angry. That's all it is. Does it does it Chuck or is it the Russians? Uh I think the Russians the are starting... exploiting our our proclivities toward anger. 
I saw a post today on Twitter. Okay. And uh, there is an, uh, a Twitter account called Boston Antifa. And it says uh, the post was more gender inclusivity with NFL fans and gluten-free options at stadiums. We're liking the new NFL. And there's uh, like a picture of NFL fans 2015. They're like, you know, the broad, broad out, you know, right. Jerseys, tank tops. What's up, man? And then on the right, it's like NFL fans 2017. They're like hipsters, like the glasses and purple hair and flannel and stuff. So then it says NFL fans 2017. Anyway, this is from this account called Boston Antifa. What people notice on the bottom is, is that it was posted from Vladivostok, Russia. Oh, interesting. We're through the looking glass, people. Maybe all of our outrage, like, isn't is 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 I don't know. It's, we're being we're being gaslit by Russia. Look, man, it's it's like Ares in Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. He just whispers. It's already there. It's true. Uh, I thought that was interesting, and I thought that was also kind of scary. Uh, but welcome back to Facebook. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not back. I, no? I'm, I'm, is I'm, Twitter a, ne- I'm a lurker. Is Twitter next? No, okay. Twitter is not next. Well, you could do 280 characters now. I really do not care. <laughs> I think it's always select people, and I am one of those lucky select few. Um, now, but now I have like nothing to say. Like I don't know. I don't know what to, what to do in 280 I, characters. I, all it is a format for people to complain, man. Like that's all this stuff is—is is people complaining, and here I am complaining about it. Um, complaining and and trying to get people cooler than you to to notice you because that's what I use it for. It's I'm so I'm so over it. I really am so over it. I've been finding it as a useful tool. I don't know what you guys are doing, but whatever. I'm I'm connecting with other horror fans. A horror director sent me his short film just to watch it, see what I thought about it. Oh, very nice. It's fun. Yeah. yeah you know, it's actually, good. This is what it should be. You know, I realize I haven't checked in on Twitter in like months. I wonder I wonder how many notifications I have. <laughs> uh, speaking of checking in, Matt Wells is here. Matt Wells is here. That's such a creative transition. I don't even know how to handle it. <laughs> just, a, just a great segue right into me if it sounds like you hear a car driving in the background that's because matt is on duty talk, i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> he's in hot pursuit right now <laughs> it'd be pretty funny if like we did that episode and and you do suddenly just hear like you just hear him like he's here woo, woo. yeah <laughs> and then you hear like do you know how fast you were driving and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys did you guys ever watch Reno nine one one? Oh absolutely. Did, who was the guy that they always tried to who they always got into chase with? Oh my gosh. Who had like a mullet or something and like the <laughs> I, I really can't remember that episode. They would like they they would be pulled over and doing something and he would just like drive by and they would they were like it's a damn <laughs> They would just drive after him. I forgot his name. That was I a, don't know. That was a great show. Did you ever watch that, Matt? I did not. Never have. You've seen Super you Troopers, though, right? Um, I saw it once a long time ago, but that is something everybody keeps telling me, go watch it again. You should. It's like it's like the only movie that has police in it that police actually enjoy watching. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, years and years ago, I, I lived with a guy whose brother was a um, Palm Beach County uh, Sheriff's deputy. 
and he would come over sometimes and talk and he said that they had totally he's like he, he felt that that movie was way too real as a police officer because <laughs> he says he's oh, we've totally done the meow game before nice i don't remember what is the meow game you don't remember the meow game meow no no uh, but i can guess what it is now so you don't <laughs> see so you understand you what i'm saying meow? Meow? <laughs> yeah yeah i got it i got it hey shut up right meow i'm talking meow you know that's Jim Gaffigan. Uh, they so, do it too. Yeah. So sorry, I asked. Uh, Matt has been away for some time. In his absence, we have turned into a liberal firebrand podcast. Yeah, I almost had to cut ties with you completely. <laughs> <laughs> I would like tell people, yeah, I have a podcast, but look for an episode I'm on because the other one, <laughs> I, I can't. The I other can't, ones. Can't. That's probably a good <laughs> idea. It's either going to be liberal but, nonsense, or you're going to learn about Avatar. And nobody wants to those like, things. I'm, I'm just, I said, I'm not there to kind of keep them in line. And they just go right <laughs> off the cliff without me. I, I, I will say that I, I've never realized how important my role was on this podcast. Even if I just, <laughs> even if I just sit here, if I just sat here right now and didn't say a word, my mere presence is so important. We were going to get into this whole thing about Russia and Black Lives Matter, but okay. <laughs> And that's all the time I've got. So, uh... <laughs> um, no, so Matt, really, wh- really. Oh no, go ahead, JP. Oh, you go ahead. I want you to finish your thought. No, no, JP, go ahead. <laughs> just, just really, JP, jump right in. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Um, I was just going to ask. I the feeling that I have the feeling that that question that he was getting ready to ask would have led me down one of those rabbit trails I would like to avoid. I just got that impression. Am I wrong, Father Chuck? I was just going to ask about Hugh Hefner. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> Hugh Hefner, uh, my favorite feminist. <laughs> so, Matt, where, where have you been, man? Why don't you let the audience know? Uh, oh yeah. W- what's up? And tell and, and also and also tell us what it was like uh, serving during the hurricane. We had the fun hurricane, which puts if you work in law enforcement or a first responder, um, it puts you on an alert status, which basically means that you work every day until further notice. Um, and so, my very first night shift ever, my first time being on a night shift, or I had to stay up all night, turned into twelve nights in a row. Um, oh my gosh. I was indoctrinated by fire as far as my body adjusting to the idea of sleeping all day. Um, I currently hate the sun. It, it burns me. I'm like a vampire at this point. Um, but yeah, so I, I, let's see, in the last 20 days, had four nights off because of that. And so that's where I have been is sleeping all day, working at night. And uh, the hurricane was, it was an interesting experience. Very, very different being involved in it in a role like that. Like uh, the night of the hurricane, being back out on the road when everything is empty and we had no power anywhere. Uh, Father Chuck knows that. It didn't look like the South Florida I have born and raised in my entire life. And I've been through hurricanes, but this was a whole different level of blacked out. Um, Mm. It was just bizarre. It looked like a totally different place. We went to like, like Chuck will know where this is. We were at like the intersection of Lake Worth and Congress. And I'm literally sitting there going, I have absolutely no idea where I am right now. Like, 
can yeah, can begin to tell you where I am because it's pitch black. You can't see like the college that's right there doesn't exist. It's so dark. You just see the outlines of a gas station that we have that in pitch black looks like a rundown building, even though it's actually a new gas station, like brand new. Uh, it was just very bizarre, very disorienting. To, to disorient, just yeah. Basically, the beginning of Terminator, right? Yeah, there's a storm coming. <laughs> she drives into the storm, guys. That is not a subtle message at all. So, real quick, let me just, let me, let me just acknowledge something real quick. Okay. If Wonder Woman is fake feminism because Wonder Woman is sexy, is he saying that Linda Hamilton's not sexy? No, he does not say that. He said that she does look good, but she's not a sex object. Wonder Woman is. Okay. He needs to not talk anymore. Like, just go back to your avatar. Does, does he know? Does, does he remember that um, one of the key things he did in the development of Avatar was to show concept art of Natiri, um, Zoe Saldana's character, and basically ask every man who was involved to say, like, do you think she's hot? Because he, because he said that like the success of the movie hinged on whether or not men thought she was hot. I don't know. Linda Hamilton is naked in the first Terminator. That yes. Anyway, hey Matt. Um, <laughs> don't don't so, acknowledge me when you're off on one of your rants. Just <laughs> let me be. But as bad as it was, it definitely could have been worse because uh, you know the hurricane it it, it uh, did the thing that we didn't really expect it to do is to kind of shift at the last moment, and so you're experiencing you know sort of a, a slight horribleness, not a totally full on. Oh yeah, no, like, <laughs> like the the structures around us. I didn't see any. I, I don't know about um, Chuck, but I didn't see any structure that was affected by it. Um, there were lots of. I've never seen so many trees down, and power lines, and the power out. But buildings were fine, and I even mean like trailer parks. We drove through some of the, some of the. We'll just say the. Um, the, the lesser end of trailer parks, we drove through some of them to make sure everybody was okay while the end of the storm was still happening. And even those made it through. So definitely nothing like what it would have been had that storm not changed its path. Um, it would have been a whole different story. Like there's people that were coming into work going, yeah, I said goodbye to my house. Um, so I'm here. And then it shifted and everybody's just like a huge, on our end, a huge sigh of relief. And then obviously concern for everybody where it was going, but yeah. um, which is such a weird a weird thing when you have these storms coming at you, to be like, yeah, it's gonna miss us, and then realize, oh wait, that means it's gonna hit somebody else. Yeah. Um, such a weird a weird experience. Like you you don't want to be happy that it's heading toward them. That's for sure. So. <laughs> I mean, well, we're it, glad it really depends on it. Really depends on who's living over there. <laughs> Anyway, I agree, but yeah, so let's talk about what we were watching since Matt hasn't had TV or cable since that <laughs> storm that we just talked about. We got it back yesterday, and just um, yesterday, it was uh last night, yeah. Oh my god, we got it back. Oh, sorry, night before last, really late at night, we got we wound up having it back. When did you get our back, Chuck? I got it back, uh, let's see, uh, I got it back on a Tuesday night of the after the storm. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, no, we got we got power back. I think a week after the storm, oh, but wow. we just got the we just got cable and internet back. Oh, oh my gosh, that's so, wow. It's like not um, even worth it. <laughs> yeah, I went out, JP. I went out and bought two DVDs. When's the last time <laughs> I bought a DVD? I don't. I walked into a store and was like, I don't even know what to do anymore. What are, I was like, what are these things? So what did you uh, buy? And I was. I was limited to like a whole aisle of choices. Where's my like thousands and thousands and thousands of movies to go? <laughs> I know. Would you go to Be- Did you go to Best Buy? So no, because it was late. I was. I, oh. I wound up at that wonderful place called Walmart. Oh okay. But still, like so. either way, whether it's Target, Walmart, Best Buy, like I, when I go, I'm I'm amazed at how like it, how, how how much smaller the DVD section, the Blu-ray DVD uh, section cause, is. That's because it's because none of us use it anymore. I do. We've, you've got you've we, got things like Netflix and Apple and Amazon. No joke. Right before you called, you like right before you called, JP and I were talking about physical media and how I'm a fan of physical media. <laughs> we're, both, we're both fans. We're both fans. Sorry, we're both fans. JP is trying to is is wanting to buy a 4K television. I have a I have a massive Amazon wish list that I'm constantly. You know, working on it. <laughs> and the new Apple TV is 4K, too. All right. So now you can watch 4K uh, digital on your 4K TV. <laughs> this just worries me. Um, so what'd you buy? You know, I'm actually, like, racking my brain to remember what it was. Right. Um, okay. It's going to drive me crazy. I think I called you and told you about it right after I bought it. Um, we talked about that, the actress that's like in a ton of movies, but you never remember any of her movies. Blonde actress. Julia Stiles? No. Is it like, is it like Rachel Oh, Naomi, Naomi Watts? Naomi Watts? Naomi Watts. It was a movie she was in, um, uh, where she's, uh, the shut-in. Shut-in. It's called Shut-in. Uh, so I bought the movie Shut-in, and then I also bought the movie Life. Oh, how yeah. was life? The other alien movie? Yeah. It was okay, decent, entertaining, but I would not say, like, it was anything special. Because I kind of wanted to um, watch it, because I understand it's got kind of a interesting little twist ending. Yeah, sure. Oh, okay. It's one of those interesting little twist endings that when it happens, you're like, oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like... Like, it's the ending you'll never see coming until it happens, and you're like, that should have been exactly what I expected to, to be it, coming. It turned out to be Venom, right? That's the... that's the. <laughs> no, that would have been awesome. <laughs> it turns out to be a Venom movie, and he will be in the new Marvel, the next Spider-Man. Um, no, it was, it was good. I would say my, my uh, comment on that movie would be, it is a good movie to watch once it is streaming somewhere for free. Okay. Um, don't pay to see it. <laughs> it wasn't. I don't think it's worth it. Um, but like, you catch it on Hulu or Netflix or wherever it hits. Uh, watch it on that. Give it a shot. See what you think. And I do think it's a kind of movie that some people will love. So that's not me saying it's a horrible movie. It's just not. I didn't think it was anything fantastic. Okay. The other, the other one, Shut In, I, I called the ending of the movie about five minutes in and turned out to be right. 
uh, Look at you. twist ending that. <laughs> this guy's telling... trying to become a detective, so he's, you know. Yeah, I was telling <laughs> Heather, because um, Heather was like, should I watch it with you? And I said, well, I mean, it says it's, she's like, is it a scary movie? I said, well, it says it's like a scary movie and that she thinks that she's being haunted by somebody. I was like, so it's either going to be that or it's going to turn out to be this. And the, the this is what it turned out to be. Like, dead on. Nailed it. So I hadn't <laughs> even really watched any of it yet when I told her exactly how it ended. I was saying, so we're talking about twists. Uh, I've, I've experienced a twist in media recently that I thought was worth commenting on. What's that? And that is the twist being that uh, Seth MacFarlane's The Orville is a halfway decent Star Trek show. I still haven't watched it yet. Um, it's one. I just want to say it's. I think it's hilarious how many people hate it just by virtue of the fact that it's Seth MacFarlane. <laughs> um, the other thing that's interesting is that Fox has advertised it as a comedy, like it's like it's Family Guy or something. It's like a Seth MacFarlane comedy, and they've advertised it as Seth MacFarlane comedy. It's not funny, and it's not. It is not. It's not funny because like the jokes are lame, which I mean they are. They're they're pretty lame, but that the show itself is not meant to be funny. It's, hmm. it's, it comes across to me like Seth MacFarlane really wanted to make Star Trek. They wouldn't let him make Star Trek. So he wrote his own Star Trek show, but the like, but Fox wouldn't greenlight it unless it was funny. Cause that's what he's known for. And so he threw in a few token jokes in a couple of episodes to make it that way. But three episodes in, and it's a pretty, it's a very sincere Star Trek show. Like, I mean, obviously it's not Star Trek, but it's, it's very sincere. In, it, in what it's trying to do. Right. And it, and it dealt with, the, the third episode deals with like a pretty heavy ethics thing that's very Star Trek in nature, but then it ends in a way that's not very Star Trek at all. It, and yeah, that was kind of a bold move for the third episode of this show, which means it'll, it'll be it canceled. It boldly went where Star Trek has never gone before. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I've, I've been meaning well, to check it out. Uh, I haven't been able to, but um, I'm glad it's on a third episode because I hate pilot episodes. Yeah, the pilot, so I'll, I'll the pilot, the pilot establishes a couple of key things for the show, but it's very much a pilot episode. Yeah, I gotta find a way to stream it. I guess that leads me into two thoughts. One of which will lead me down another uh, trail completely, possibly. Um, first. The, I'm glad that there's a show out there I can check out that you said is kind of like a good Star Trek show because I, I don't think I'm going to watch the new Star Trek show because I'm still annoyed <laughs> that they want me to pay for it. Yeah. It, it, um, they, they premiered the pilot the other day on CBS. Did you know that? I, I heard that, but I did not get a chance to, to look for it or see it. But I've heard that. But um, I'm, just, I'm just upset that everybody wants me to pay a monthly fee all the time. It's like how many different how many different pay services am I supposed to have? <laughs> we just had this conversation. <laughs> I and I, I well the one that gets me is that it's only in America that way, Matt. Every other country yeah. in the world is getting this show uh the like is getting it live like every week on Netflix. Yeah, great. Great. Good for them. Like I kind of want a European VPN so I can watch it. <laughs> Um, thought number two, yeah. I'm very excited about the uh, Paul Shear Galaxy Quest TV show. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how that turns out since he's involved in it. Um, 
which Paul Shear leads me to thought three. Father Chuck, did you actually watch, listen to an episode of How Did This Get Made? Uh, yes, I did. Are you referring to the Miami Connection episode? Of course I am. What other so episode good. would there be worth that commenting was... on? <laughs> so good. And but that episode, is, that uh... episode, I, I made a point. I, 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 like, like, I was like, can, can a good night have, a, have, have sweet dreams? And I put on my headphones <laughs> in the living room and listened to the whole thing. And all it did is make me want to watch Miami Connection. <laughs> uh, guys, I love that movie so much. Like that movie, that, you that episode it, made me realize how much. Yeah, Matt, Matt's the one that got it for me. I have it on Blu-ray. Oh, okay, you have it on VHS, mm. right? Yes, the VHS came with a digital download. Yes, that's awesome. But I still have it on VHS. I've yet to watch it on VHS. I have a VCR hooked into my TV currently, but I feel like I need like a cathode. I feel like the, the proper way to watch it is in one of those uh, where the VCR is built into the television. <laughs> I had one of those, man. Like an Emerson CRT. I, I kind of want to just do a whole episode on that movie. I, I do too. Like I feel like we should do like a commentary and make it available for people, and like they can yes. watch it. And we should also us. reach out to YK Cam and see if he would be on our show. Oh, that'd be so great. <laughs> that'd be so great. Um, it would be insane. He is such a high energy person. Well, guys, uh, October is coming around. Oh, that's right. Uh, for one, that means Chuck's birthday. Yay! That yeah, Chuck is turning uh, forty-two. <laughs> Thirty-five. Um, <laughs> 30, 30, 31. <laughs> and then uh, Halloween Horror Nights is in full full effect. Uh, none of us will probably be coming. Which I'm so angry about because I want to go to Invasion. You know what? I gotta. I got to be honest with you, Chuck. I, I watched a, a YouTube walkthrough. It did not look that impressive. Oh, really? Oh. It looks like they really dropped the ball. But I wonder if it's because of the storm. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, it did not. But it just it, it really is like just like a crashed UFO and like a couple of aliens walking around. And like there's some army dudes just kind of hiding from them. But it didn't really look that. Mm. See, if they had but some kind know. of like live fire situation, like that would be kind of cool. Yeah, that's true. Ray guns. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, so I, I watched a movie last night on Netflix. Since oh, yeah. I, I don't sleep, since I don't sleep at night anymore, and I have TV again. Um, let's see. Well, actually, last night, first of all, I watched Assassin's Creed on HBO. Um, uh, how was that? I actually didn't hate it. I think that it was a. Uh, I think that people who played the video game probably despise that movie. But I actually didn't think it was a, it was bad. I just think that it uh, was overshadowed when it came out and didn't have enough to stand out. But I really didn't uh, think it was bad at all. I kind of liked it, enjoyed watching it. But, uh, but I watched this movie on Netflix called Man Versus. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, seen it. No. But it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's this guy who... Uh, if you read the little description, it's a guy who's doing one of those, you know, like man versus wild TV shows. He's trying to get it off the ground where he goes out to the woods and spends like five days with nothing and survives and videotapes the whole thing um, yeah. until he starts feeling like something is stalking him. Um, and I expected it to be, you know, like a Bigfoot monster kind of movie. Yeah. Um, not what it turned out to be at all. It uh, actually, to, to ruin the movie for you, um, it actually turned out to be an alien movie. Really? 
he um yeah he's out in the middle of nowhere and for like the first three days he's being like basically teased and tormented by this thing out there that just keeps taking his stuff and stealing his food and all this kind of thing um and he has this chessboard and it keeps making moves on the chessboard so like he's freaking out that he has no idea what in the world this thing is that's out there and then it turns out that it's this alien which is horrible cgi but it's not their fault you can tell it's a cheaply made movie so i can't blame them for that but uh turns out to be this alien and um what it winds up being is he goes back to base camp to find ever and again i'm ruining the whole movie but nobody's gonna watch this movie anyway um he goes back to base camp to find everybody killed so he freaks out and goes to get back to civilization on his own only to discover that it was a worldwide invasion and the entire planet is being taken over and he missed the whole thing because he's out in the woods that sounds kind of cool <laughs> like I was like, did not, did I have to admit, did not see that coming. Huh. Yeah. It's, that sounds, so, like, sounds like a very 70s sci-fi film. Yeah, it yeah, does. For some, reason, for some reason, when I said it to you and you're like, it sounds like a very 70s, my instant thought before you even finish a sentence is a thief in the night. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, oops, I missed the rapture. <laughs> I, 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 I may have influenced another podcast to cover a thief in the night. I, I hope that happens. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you you sent it to how did this get made? Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Send a find no, Chuck. Track down a physical copy and oh, you have to send it because of who you are. You have to send them a copy of A Thief in the Night. With the caveat that I have to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> And it better be a Largo episode. Oh, nice. my goodness. I can't even imagine if they watch that movie. I feel like it would be the first time where they just get on and they're like, guys, I don't even I don't even have anything to say. <laughs> I want to see I want to see Jason Manzius come out and be like, guys, I just want to say something. I need to, I need to get off my chest. I am now saved because of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what if it did it? What if it did? He, he what if it, it lets him become born again? <laughs> Someone gets born again as a result of it, and he quits the podcast. And... Or like, or what if they did? What if they did that? Oh, maybe this is maybe this is what we should do: is we should have like a month where we watch these kinds of movies and talk about them in a in a similar format to what they're doing. Like, what if we watched that Jesus movie with Christian Bale as Jesus? Is that the wait? Is that the one? Christian Bale's Jesus, Bale's or the one where Jer- or the one where um, Jeremy Sisto is Jesus, and like it was one that was sent all over the world. Like he was made. It was it was dubbed in like a, the well, Jesus movie. Yeah, the Jesus movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. But is is that the one where Christian Bale is Jesus or Je- or Jeremy no, Sisto no, is I, Jesus? It's not. I don't think it's Christian Bale. I don't think. I don't think he's ever played Jesus. Before. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I wish our listeners could see that. You just. It was like it was like I just said that. It was like I said, the Jesus, the Christian Bale played Jesus, and as soon as I said it, like your thing fell back, like you were shocked by the pre- by the prospect of this. Uh, uh, are you sure? I think of Gary Oldman because I think he played Jesus once. Uh, I'm sure he has too, but no, um, Christian Bale's played Jesus. And I'm oh, oh, you're right, he did. Yeah, and don't doubt me. TV movie Mary, Mother of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry. Well, you know, I was right about Gary Oldman too. He did play Jesus and. 
Hold on, I'm IMDB. <laughs> you you will wait for me. I wonder if Gary Oldman's the only person that's played both Dracula and Jesus. <laughs> Maybe oh, you know what? He didn't play Jesus. He played Pontius Pilate. Oh. Mm. Mm. I could have sworn he played Jesus in a movie, but I guess not. Um, we should watch Risen. We should watch that movie. <laughs> we, we, I want, I want us to watch uh, the, the modern day Jesus movie. The, the one with the one with hot Jesus. Hot Jesus? I don't know. Is that one? You know the one that was like produced by like Joel Osteen's people that was on TV a few years ago, and then they like made a theatrical version of it. Like Roma Downey I, from Touch by an Angel was involved with it. I don't think it's. I don't. I don't think it's. It's that one. I think it's. It's called the Judas Project. Oh, you know the Judas Project? Yeah, we should watch that. Yeah, my parents took me to see that when I was a kid, and it it it, it messed with me. Okay, why don't like the... Why don't we do like a month where we watch Jesus movies and talk about them? I don't want to do that since we started this. <laughs> that should be a theme. Let's do that. Theme <laughs> months are our best thing. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> you want to do it for December? <laughs> I'd do it. Uh, we'll figure that out. Um, we'll figure that out. Uh, so yeah, I think I might have gotten a podcast to check out Thief of the Night. It's uh, Scott Wampler's podcast from Birth Movies Death. Uh, they were talking about the, he has this podcast where he and his friend do this, where they just like, it's called trying times and they do things with that, like outside their comfort zone. Like they went to a furry karaoke party once. Um, they eat weird food, watch weird movies. And they said they were thinking about doing like a thing where they watch like, like faith-based movies. And I was like instantly chiming in, but you, you got, you got the thief of the night. It's, it's, it's evangelical rapture horror from the seventies and eighties. And he was like instantly intrigued. Um, but Andrew Andrew Todd, also from Birth Movies Death, he said, uh, that's a good one, but you should but what's worse is um Now You See Me. I don't or know. Or is it one. nice? It's it's the one I was telling you about, Chuck, with the, the ballerina. Oh. Who gets cancer. A see me dance. I see think. me dance. You see, like that's just a bad movie. I, <laughs> Thief in the Night to me is 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 like Miami Connection. Like there is clearly, like there's something going on with that movie that's more than just this shallow thing. Like, like Thief in the Night to me feels like it's it's an exploitation film. Yeah, pretty much. That's the yeah, it's like Christian exploitation. Yeah, and. And it's 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 got a it's a grindhouse it's got a grindhouse quality to it that you just don't get in these other garbage Christian movies that are out there like that. There's but see me dance is like I mean it's like the room like someone making movies has no, no like like no no business making movies like that's that's another kind of beautiful thing right I guess when it I, comes to bad movies I know I like the I guess I like the sincerity that's in movies like Miami Connection or A Thief in the Night and I, that I just don't think that these other movies have they don't they when they when they lack any kind of skill there's not a sincerity there's just a especially when these are bad Christian movies because all they're trying to do is give you a door-to-door evangelism spiel they're not trying to be remotely creative whereas A Thief in the Night is playing off of some horror tropes and stuff I mean it's it's actually trying to do something it's trying to elicit an emotional response yeah, I think that has a lot to do with the fact that it, it was made in the 70s, you know? 
like 70s cinema like everyone was actually like if you gave them a camera like they thought that they were an artist now right you know what i mean like when video comes out you give them a camera it's like okay let's make some money right so i don't know that's just my theory what do you think matt yeah, yeah, I it's it's just it's perfect. <laughs> Can we maybe maybe perfect. I do think that I do think that like what what uh Father Chuck is saying is there's certain movies that the the level of sincerity is like everybody in it is I mean they're fully they're fully invested in this movie that they're making. Like no, no one's phoning anything in, but it's coming. It's coming. There's just no skill, right? There's just no skill involved, skill or talent. (laughs) It's so, it's so bad, but they're genuinely trying so hard. Like, and it's, it's not like the guy who, like the ones that some of the ones JP mentions is more like the guy who thinks he knows what he's doing. And it's just, it comes across as like, horrible and pretentious like like look what i can do with a camera and it's just like dude that's awful like what do you think <laughs> but but these movies come across as like they're pouring everything they got into them and the movie the result is just so <laughs> so bizarre it's so bizarre that that actually it, it actually came out like yeah, i don't even know where that came from but but yeah, there's something about the sincerity and the level that people are putting into these things that that, that makes a difference. I mean, Miami Connection, like that. I think what's so beautiful, Miami Connection, is you're right that like they really are trying, and yeah. it really shows. It shows in the music because the music is really good. Like it's it's good music. <laughs> the lyrics are a little, uh, I don't know, but <laughs> like Tom is just rocking out or not Oats. Yeah, or, <laughs> not, not, not Oats. Not, not is, it, is it not Oats or? Uh, yeah, not oats. Just I, oats. Just oats. Just, just oats. Just oats. I, <laughs> I, I, listeners. And giant Michael Phelps. <laughs> giant Michael Phelps. <laughs> These are jokes that no one's getting, by the way. Not a single listener of our podcast. There's, there's a Venn diagram person out there who's getting these jokes, and I want to meet them. Um, but I, I. I I, I wanted to, I, the thing is I yell I, I kind of wanted to yell at at the hosts of how did this get made on that episode because they clearly when they were like I don't understand how any of this like how the plot works and I'm I'm like it, it's pretty obvious actually <laughs> well the, that's that's what they did the Q and A the one guy actually explained what Miami Connection means because they're saying what is the Miami Connection yeah the Miami like uh, excuse me but uh, they the, <laughs> then they again refer- we've watched it like three times so <laughs> they refer to the Miami right. Ninja. That's yeah. it's the Miami Ninja who's stealing drugs. They're stealing drugs and they're moving them through the club. And in Orlando. In Orlando, <laughs> and the and the and 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 Dragon Sound um, is because what the other band I think has something. There's some kind of connection with that too, right? The other band uh, is yeah a front. I don't that that part I forgot. But anyway, I, I, yeah. I don't know, but to, to comment on one more joke that another podcast has before we stop talking about them, I love the guest, the guest that they had in the episode um, and his comment of how he's like, I, I could truly relate to this movie. It really spoke to me because I, too, have only been to Miami once in my life for a very <laughs> short amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
I also like that they touched on like my my favorite scene, which is so like you just know they're trying to set up like a sequel. They're talking about visiting like all their all the ancestral homelands. Yeah, but I am I'm very disappointed that the the knuckle mouth punch was not mentioned. (laughs) Or the uh, ninjas. Oh, the the best Uh, line in the movie. Oh, ninjas. I. But yeah, so 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 again, getting into this, um, if our listeners have spent any time this podcast by now, I hope they've seen Miami Connection. Um, the, but that's the, the like what we love about Miami Connection is kind of the same thing that I love about A Thief in the Night. <laughs> yeah, um, it, that is a double viewing, by the way, that we are going to have one night when JP's in Florida. Although, I mean, I say we just, I say we binge watch the entire Thief in the Night series. I don't know, man. Distant Thunder, Prodigal Planet. <laughs> God. I feel Distant like Thunder is great. It is great. I feel like that's the beginnings of like a number 23 situation with Jim Carrey. Like by the end of it, we would just have completely lost our minds. Or we just become <laughs> Ur Masters of Divinity. Like we watch it while playing Redemption. <laughs> no, I can't do that. I'm not oh I'm vetoing this. I'm vetoing this right now. Playing, playing, playing Redemption reminded me. Um, I finally watched Mazes and Monsters. Oh, nice. How how did we not talk about that in our uh, Satanic Panic episode? Oh, uh, I think t- I think Chuck and I touched on it briefly. Yeah, we touched on Chick Tracks and you know and 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 Mazes and Monsters. Mazes and Monsters is. Is that the one where they, they adapted the Chick Track, or is that the movie? Are we talking about the movie with Tom Cruise? I mean, Tom the Hanks. The movie with Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks. His first movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. This has been an episode. It, it has been an episode. <laughs> uh, this is one of those episodes where we were kind of preparing to do something, and then we couldn't do it at the last minute. So our contingency is to go all riffy and have fun. Um, and hopefully but, you had fun too. Yeah. Uh, but join us next week because we will be having a guest, a very special guest and I'm very excited about having tune in mystery guest mystery. And, uh, it's great because it's, she's a woman and, uh, we need more women on the show. Yes, we do. And, uh, so yeah, uh, tune in next week. Thank you so much for joining us. Father truck. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Matt Wells. Thank you. for oh, making Matt, out. we're so, oh, we've missed you so much. I've missed me too. Everyone have a wonderful week and good journey. Good journey. Good journey.